Hi, welcome to The Authentic Existence with Katie and Lori. A lot of times <laughs> trying to... We didn't waste time. We enjoyed our time together. Yes. By the way, welcome back. Um, piggybacking on, on our last episode, uh, episode 19, which was about hypervigilance, we are going to be discussing how we can heal the hypervigilance. Yes. Through some... Um, Somatic healing. Somatic healing and some other ways too. Yeah, for sure. I think what's funny too is, you know, when I'm doing this research, um, there's always one, like three things that come up in every way to heal. And it is mindfulness, yep, <laughs> grounding, and meditation. So I, I think, you know, like if you, if you were going to take a, a pill or if there was like a medicine that was going to fix a multitude of issues that you're having... You know, um, those three things are definitely going to be in my prescription, like in the medicine cabinet. That's like the go-tos. So meditation, mindfulness, and grounding. Yeah, as we were doing the research for somatic healing, um, I, I realized that I was doing some of these things yeah. and I didn't even realize. Like they were, I was doing them because it felt good yeah. at the time. And so I just like kind of tapped into my body and listened right. and did the things and then I found out that oh these are actual has things name. that do healing <laughs> okay cool so it wasn't just me being crazy right yeah because yeah people think we're crazy sometimes so well, you know what is somatic healing um okay so before we go to that I, I did want to talk uh, there was an excerpt I heard from the burnout professor Ooh. on Instagram. Okay. And she said, healing happens. Okay. So first of all, there's nonverbal trauma. Yes. So there's nonverbal trauma that can happen before you as a human being have words to express. So let's think about like it, birth trauma, birth to three. Yeah. Right. Until you can actually form sentences. Mm -hmm. And so they can't be healed from, from her perspective. They can't be healed through talking. Um, so okay. she's saying healing happens through the root and in order to get to the root, you need to go through the nervous system and in order to get through to the nervous system, it's through the body. Wow. And so all of it starts with, with your body claiming and getting back into your body. And most people, when they've gone through trauma, um, they, oh, here's my thing. Um, they tend to cope by dissociation yeah and when you dissociate you not only dissociate sometimes from you know your thoughts mm -hmm. but you dissociate from your physical yeah. body yeah you like go somewhere else yeah yeah and yeah. so you don't even realize how much is there until right. you tap back in and you do your mindfulness you do your meditation you start to ask yourself right where, where is this at um okay so with that then you bring in the somatic healing um, so we, I think I've mentioned this book before and it's rather controversial due to the author. However, the content in it, if you can read it with a mind to take away what you need to take away from it, is the body keeps score. And so he talks extensively about how our physical bodies are the houses for trauma. I guess you remember it in your mind, but your body, your physical body is where trauma is stored. So when we're thinking about that, even if you can't, if you're a baby and you can't use words, um, there's ways that you can shake that trauma free or get rid of it right, remember or move it. The, the other day we were talking about how when my kid was mad, she stomped away. Yeah. And if you've looked at some of the somatic videos that we've shared stomping. between each other, stomping is mm -hmm. a way to release anger from your body. She doesn't yeah. realize that. Right. This is a reflex of her body mm -hmm. doing it on her own. Right. She doesn't realize that this is actually helping her body release this. It wasn't. In, it, it, it wasn't she didn't an have intended. That kind of yeah. Awareness. The awareness for it. Right. Kind of like dogs. Yeah. You know, when they get their ruffles in a feather, they shake their body. Yeah. Because it releases that tension. Oh, they get the zoomies, so they run yes. around. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I have the zoomies sometimes too, so I get that. So somatic practices can be referred to approaches or techniques that involve working with the body and its sensations, movements, and postures as a means of promoting healing, self-awareness, and overall well-being. 
These practices recognize the intimate connection between the mind, body, and aim to integrate both aspects for holistic healing and growth. And there's multiple different that is a types stout of explanation of it. Somatic practices. Yeah. Yeah. So my definition in my research said somatic healing is a powerful approach to holistic well-being, which is what we talk about all the time. It recognizes the intricate connection between the mind and the body. It delves into understanding unresolved traumas, stress, understanding that unresolved emotions, trauma, and stress can manifest as physical ailments and imbalances. So obviously what we just talked about the preface of the show is that trauma stored in your body so the body keeps score addressing the body's experiences and sensations with somatic healing aims to restore harmony and release stored tension and promote self-healing which is what we like to talk about the most so what are some uh modalities so i didn't realize that there were so many different versions of somatic healing yeah so there's somatic experiencing right a somatic experiencing session So the goal of this therapy session is to release traumatic activation through increased tolerance of bodily sensations and related emotions. So you ever think about, you remember how on that show, what was it called, where they, like, if people were afraid of spiders or something, they would give them, like, a thousand spiders? Uh Uh-huh. Whatever that, like the Joe Rogan, I don't remember, they used to win money or something, if you could, you could last on there. Right. So I think that is like kind of, I guess kind of what that therapy is similar to, like where it's exposure to it until you're desensitized from it. So a th- somatic therapist educates patients about how their atomic nervous systems work and helps them increase their awareness of their own bodily sensations. So I guess like if you've been completely dissociated and you haven't been in your body, right? And I know a lot of people won't understand what that yeah. means unless they've been in that space. Right. Um, so it's kind of like, I would think that that would be someone that like, let's in the trigger warning, um, that would be someone who's been like sexually assaulted, like maybe for a long period of time. So they yeah. had to leave their body because it was the physical body was being abused. So for them to be able to maintain any sort of, you know, clarity or, or rationality, they had to completely disassociate. Right. So the, I guess the therapy for that is, is to get back into your body yeah and figure out what is causing you to not want to be there right and so um this integrates body awareness into the psychotherapeutic process which makes it unique sessions focus on creating awareness of inner physical sensations which are seen as carriers of the traumatic memory um so unlike other approaches such as exposure therapist, SE does not require reliving the traumatic events and discussing them in detail. Instead, patients learn to monitor their own arousal through body awareness and relaxation techniques. Bro, this is crazy because yeah. I feel like I did this to myself. Mm-hmm. Well, that's part of what this is. This is all self-healing. And well, yeah, you, but your if you body knows what it needs to do and it's crazy that we have that just like women have been having babies for a gazillion years our bodies know how to have babies right now we we didn't know that our bodies knew how to have have a baby until we got pregnant and then we went into labor and then we're like oh right. my body is doing all these things but until you are in that space where you need to perform your body needs to perform that way you don't know so i think yeah you're totally capable of doing that to yourself kind of on accident so the way that they the techniques is titration and i had to look this shit up because mm-hmm. i was like what, what what does that word mean so it basically means slowly adding in certain triggers which helps keep the ero- arousal at a low level during the processing of the traumatic triggers mm-hmm. and so like you would slowly add in what would it look like with this yeah or um yeah, this is really interesting. And I would Relaxation imagine... Relaxation techniques, including breathing exercises and visualizations. Yes. <laughs> um, so that was all that I had for somatic experiencing. hmm Then there's a few other ones. Did you have... Did you want to talk about one specific? You want me to list them and then... Yeah, list them and then we can... So the ones that I got was body-based psychotherapy, 
mindfulness-based practices, dance and expressive movement therapies, breath work, body-oriented trauma therapies, which is approaches like somatic experiences. Then there was this other thing that it took me a while to figure out how to say. Sensor-emotor psychotherapy, which the definition of that is a holistic approach to healing trauma or unhealthy attachment patterns formed in early childhood. It integrates the body and movement into traditional talk therapy to address and heal ongoing psychological and physical difficulties. And then it has the EMDR. That's all the ones that I... So I think we have talked about using breath work previously um, so we'll we'll double back on that yeah. in order to uh, start there, kind of start at the top, and then we'll work our way down the physical body. I guess if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, if okay. you don't have oxygen, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you don't, if you can't breathe, you're kind of out on that. The youngest kid the other day, I was like, um, yeah, they they had to cut down a tree. She's like, what? We need those for oxygen. <laughs> and I was like, yes, you're right, we do. But sometimes we have to trim them. And she's I like, love that. but if we don't have oxygen, then we'll all die. And I'm like. That's true too, <laughs> but it's just so great that she knows that I at know. five. I'm like, this I love is that just... she's a little hippie baby. Yeah, she is. <laughs> That's okay, it's good that we finally got one out of the. Yes. the well, we have two. Yeah, we have two. That's good. I feel like that's a that's fifty percent. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. All right, so breath work is a powerful tool in somatic healing. By consciously consciously working with your breath, you can regulate your nervous system. You can calm your mind. You can release emotional tension held in the body. Various breathwork techniques such as deep belly breathing or rhythmic breathing can be used to facilitate healing and create a sense of inner peace and relaxation. So I have gone to a breathwork uh, course and dude, the instructors will give you these I remember you telling me after and you were like Katie it is like you're on drugs it was it was like you were on a a, like on drugs and I didn't realize how much changing the flow of oxygen to my body would affect my body like I'm talking just simply covering one nostril and then breathing really fast in and out of the other one that's left and then doing it on the other side like or pinching your nose altogether. Like there were different ways to um, breathe that brought on, I mean, it was like a rush. It was that, real. Yeah, and like different other, chemicals. Yeah, and other people were having like a really um, intense experience. They would cry. Um, some people were laughing. Like they were just releasing these things um, that were stored in their body. And it was just a really intense experience. So I was like, I got to know more about this breathwork stuff. So I implore you, if you look on any of like these Facebook groups or pages and you see a breathwork course and you got some stuff you want to unload, definitely do it. Or, you know, go to Handy Dandy YouTube and look up a breathwork video and lay on the floor, like on a yoga mat or somewhere comfortable, get a little pillow, prop your head up and then just follow and do, do the breathwork because it, it changes, it changes. Yeah. It changes you. Yeah, I definitely agree. And then the next one we have is movement therapy as a somatic healing tool. So that is that under dance and expressive movement I, therapy. I think that's I one think, of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> I think that um, movement therapy embraces the understanding that our bodies hold wisdom and can be guides guides in our healing journey. Through dance, yoga, or other mindful movement practices, we can explore and express emotions, release physical tension, and cultivate deeper connection with ourselves. Movement therapy offers a safe place to listen to the body's messages and find healing through embodied experiences. So I laugh because I'm thinking like, you know, when you're in your middle adolescence, let's say, and we you don't become an adult until you're 26 and that's when your amygdala is fully developed in your brain. So when we're growing up like that, it's so funny to me that we all would go out dancing mm-hmm. like as the solution for things because there was such a, a hectic part of your adolescent life trying to figure out like who am I who are these people I want to associate with like what is my vibe do I want to be a club person do I want to be a stay-at-home person like who who am I you're figuring it out and I love that during those stressful times of like you know these new relationships and figuring out how to be someone in a relationship other than the ones you have with your family and your close friends that have already been established that we're dancing. We're dancing about it. 
And then I, I think that's funny that we're using mating. Like, it's a mating dance, too. We're like, let me get this boy over here. <laughs> so I saw this Facebook post the other day about um, using somatic healing, but doing, like, like twerking. Uh-huh. So it was, like, a twerking course for somatic healing or, like, Did it sexual heal healing. Your s- sacral chakra? I'm not sure because I was not aware of what that was when I was young and twerking. I'm, no, but I'm saying is, I'm were they now. saying that it will heal your sacral chakra I when think, they were saying to twerk yeah, for I think, it? Yeah, I think for it's, it. I think <laughs> twerk for it. <laughs> I think it's more about just like shaking and moving your body in a way like vigorously yeah. that is to alleviate, you know, and use this somatic therapy. And it's something that like if you're familiar with twerking, you're familiar with twerking. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Are you admitting that you're familiar with twerking? I am, bro. Yeah, that's why these knees hurt. <laughs> my neck, my back. That's enough. <laughs> We're funny, y'all. We are. Uh, I'm going to start calling trivia on Tuesday nights at the bar. And uh-huh. somebody's asking me, they're like, oh, you think you're so funny? I'm like, yeah. Have you uh, met me? So, yeah, so dancing, you can dance, dance it out, dance out the trauma. It's, and sometimes you'll end up like crying. Yes, so I had a friend recently who was like, man, I went to this great yoga class, it was amazing, and I was the only one there, and I started crying. Mm-hmm. And she's like, like that was cool when it was just me and the teacher. Right. She's like, but now there's other people there. I don't want to go. And right. I'm like, no, I definitely get it. And like, I, I get it. There's yeah. something that's happening when you're doing that motion that's releasing yeah. some held emotions. Do that shit at home. Yeah. Let it out. Right. And, you know, I'm not the most comfortable freestyle dancer. Like if I go to a, a club, if I go to a club, <laughs> I can't tell the last club I went to. But like, I'm not going to do some of the dance and expressive movements that I do at home by myself yeah. with my earphones on in the living room because, you know, it looks kind of crazy sometimes. Yeah. Like when you listen to your body and you release things, there are certain movements that like someone watching you is going to be like, what the hell? Like, so yeah. do it by yourself first right. so that you're not like feeling self-conscious and you actually will let go i think that that's the biggest thing yeah is just letting go and listening to your body and let your body no matter how silly you may feel or feel like you look you just go with it and i feel like that is probably why she had such a profound reaction when she was alone she was the only person so she felt more comfortable she didn't have to worry about everybody else looking at her there she's by herself but besides the instructor and the instructor is supporting you in right. that in that journey so yeah i i i have been in places at my house with the music and doing yeah. my, my little dance thing where it has been very emotional and i just let it go i let it cry let yeah. it out because when you're doing that especially if you've held on to emotion mm-hmm. for so many years you want me to give you something to cry about yeah you know, we came from a generation of like no you right. can't have emotions like quiet it up and so if you carry all of that from your youth that's a lot of weight yeah and i mean i remember when you first went through a lot of your healing you cried a lot uh-huh. and that was because you didn't cry ever before that <laughs> like it was always just like hard face we just got to do what we got to do and you weren't allowed to hold very many emotions yeah or you weren't allowed to show it so you actually well, did hold them i think i think too part of my um was that i was i was i felt responsible for adult energies in my life and mm-hmm. could not did not have space to have my own right. en- feelings and energies because i was trying to be a grown-up or trying to emulate a grown-up or groups of grown-ups who were you know telling me to do do it this way and yeah there was no room for me to be yeah, a no, kid and cry we, yeah we didn't have the this so now yeah we let ourselves cry yes and so now we cry if you see us cry uh, yeah we allow it we've definitely cried on on this podcast yeah and on this live well not this live but a previous live we've definitely cried it's and but crying, I feel too, is and I feel like we've talked about this yeah. before, and the fact that uh, apparently it's, I feel like it's a somatic healing. Apparently, and I do too, because I think that you know people think that women cry more than 
than men. And I feel like there is a tie in there to the allowance of emotionality that women have as opposed to how emotional men are allowed to be. Pause for one second. In their growing up, okay, they're instructed to kind of uh, mash feelings down. So like, I remember when my son was small and he would fall and I'd be like, oh, you're all right, put some dirt yeah. on it. But like, what if you really are hurt? Like, what if that right, you're was being just taught to suppress? Ignore your feelings. No, it does really hurt, but right. you're telling me it shouldn't hurt, so I'm gonna pretend that it doesn't hurt. Yeah, like just because I'm not, I'm not allowed to have these feelings. And right. Because that's what we were told. Yeah, and so sometimes it's not even like a feeling of pain. What if it is like, I'm just embarrassed. Yeah. Like I just wiped out in the grocery store and I didn't hurt myself, but it hurt my ego. Right. I'm <laughs> embarrassed. Like, yes. I feel weird. Right. My body feels weird. I don't know how to express yeah. all of these feelings. So I think as, as uh, us people, we're able to cry as a release for lots of emotions. And I think that if... If everyone could, you know, kind of harness that and use it and cry um, to release emotions, we'd probably have a little bit more stability. I know they think that, that that's like an indication of instability, but I, I disagree. I think that it is a, a healthy release of emotion. It's not punching the sheetrock wall, Kyle. It's <laughs> go have a good cry. Like right. wash it away. Let it right. out. You know, release. Feel your emotions. Yeah. And let them release yeah because by uh, i think society as a whole has been taught like we'll just tuck it away put it in the closet and then we don't have to deal with it yeah but i, I watched a video the other day and i don't have all the full explanation on it but basically what they were saying is there is true value in taking a pause in life yeah you know hopefully you'll do it sooner rather than later and evaluate all of your baggage and your hurt and your you know feelings yeah sort them feel them mm -hmm. move through them and then the next 30 years of your life will be much healthier and happier right versus people just carrying the the baggage along the mm -hmm. whole freaking time yeah they have back if you problems. stop and you let that shit off and then you can just walk about your life versus carrying a big old bag full of shit full santa claus and half of it's not even yours right and then it's gonna take you longer. You're gonna be tired. You're gonna get burnt out. You're gonna, so like deal with your shit so you can have a better life. Yeah, and if you gotta break down and cry about it, by all yes. means, take a rest and break down and cry about it and dump that dump that bag out. The shoebox closet will fall. There will be a moment where you are forced to deal with what's in the shoebox, like closet. It's the yeah. shit you keep putting away. Yeah. It's going <laughs> that to That shelf is going to get it's over, gonna break. overwhelmed and it's going to break and all that shit's going to come right out the door and bust out and be like. It's true. Happened and to it, me. It, it, <laughs> same. Same. That's what we here told. Too. That's what the therapist that we were like. I was like, no, no, no. It was way up there at yeah. the top shelf. Like I knew it was there, and I was eventually <laughs> gonna have to deal with it. But right. it was being quiet, and so I just allowed it to stay there and be Sleeping quiet. Sleeping giant. You're like, then ah, I'm not gonna mess with that. And then I woke up and I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> just like when we, we so before Katie and I do this show every day, we sit and we have like a, a every a week. grounding every week. Well, the days that we do the show on yeah. the day. Yeah. We have like a, a grounding meeting of the minds uh, conversation. Kind of like for, a recap like of hour. our life. Yeah, we talk, What's we been chat. going on. Not like we don't talk every day, but it's like a more in-depth. It is more in-depth because we we're don't sitting about, in front yeah. of each other's faces. Yeah. Oh, did you hear about this? Yeah. Or yeah. So there's this experience that I'm about to have that I've been putting off having for a couple of years and now it's it's gonna happen and we were discussing it so it's just like that so i've been putting this on the shelf of addressing an issue with a person oh okay <laughs> i was not tracking i was like I'm i wasn't waiting. about to out it but it's gonna and now i have to have a, a difficult conversation with this person that i've been avoiding having because i did not address it so it's the same way that you might have to have a difficult conversation with yourself that yeah. i've been putting this you know task or this unraveling procrastination of it but you're gonna feel so free once it's I know. done it's very it's very it's cool over here <laughs> but then you have other shit that you're like oh there's that other box back there that you're like mm, i'm not i'm not really ready or you're just not prepared to deal with that yet because it's is overwhelming y'all yeah so like take yeah. take it in small healing portions. and healing with other people is very 
it's very complex in the timing of it because when you're ready they may not be ready and when they're ready you may not be ready and so they all have to kind of I'm not personally dealing with something like that but I know someone who is where like the timing of what they need to do is coming before they're ready to have a conversation and um they're not they can't have the conversation yeah you're not always going to be synced up it's not like a house full of girls on their period yeah, and then even so, like, do you want that? Because <laughs> no. that shit is terrible. I live that right now. So I know. I don't like it. All right, so the next one <laughs> is touch-based approaches in somatic healing. So I could do this body-based. We could do yeah. We could do a whole episode on touch. Uh-huh. Touch is so important, and you think about like if you start to really think about the ways that we touch one another, like. All the time. Men shaking hands to meet one another. It's like a sign of respect. The intensity of the handshake matters. The men automatically register. Like, is this someone that I really respect? Is this someone who I see as a, a weak person? Um, you, things like that. Massage. Uh, kissing. Hand-holding. Hugs. Um, just Yeah. How every... many hugs do you need to be considered a, um, a happy, healthy individual? I think it's 26 hugs. Per day? Yeah. No way. I'm I've gone around and done it like at our local spot that we uh-huh. hang out at I've been like alright because they've heard me talk about it and they're like Laura you can't give 26 hugs I'm like watch me and I literally will go up to strangers okay. and be like hey can I give you a hug just so we both can be happy four hugs for survival yeah eight hugs for maintenance yeah and 12 hugs for growth oh wow that's a lot so 26 is like overdoing it that's like buku hugs yeah but I mean I like it that's cool I'll I mean a hug it. is not bad yeah you're never gonna Unlove my hug. Right. Yeah. And the best thing about giving hugs is when you give one, you, you get, get one at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right, girl. So let's not discount touch. So techniques such as massage, acupuncture, or even simple self touch. Dry needling too. Can help release tension, stimulate the body's natural healing response, and promote deep relaxation. So you kind of went over self touch quickly. And well, I think I, that I didn't a want... lot of our friends are gonna think that that's in a nasty way. Yes. But more so like, you know, touching your body. Yeah. Think about the last time you actually felt your arm or your, your own face. Well. Yeah, I do this because I do that that jawa touchy thingy now. Like I don't have a, a roller; I use my fingers. Uh huh. Yes. To do it. Yes. To drain they, your they were lymphatic teaching system. Teaching you how to do like your jaw. Like if you yes. have lock jaw, yes, you can press on one side. I think it's gua sha. I did that by myself. Like I didn't realize that that mm-hmm. was a thing. And then I watched a video and I was like, oh, look at this. This is well, so awesome. Have you ever hurt yourself? And then like you go and you rub it. And uh-huh. you're like, oh man, like. You're using your yeah. hand to rub it yeah. to make it you're feel healing. better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but so and it's crazy thing. that we don't realize that that's like right. some of these things that we're our bodies are just naturally doing yes. are actual healing methods that like people intentionally do. Right, right. That we and have to like, talk about doing, on a yeah. podcast to let people know that it exists because we have forgotten. <laughs> right. No, you're right. What this whole amazing manifestation what it is to be a human and live in this vessel and have these kind of magic capabilities already pre-programmed in this this skin suit we have here yeah yeah the skin suit the skin suit (laughs) so oh i know she is not this is my child calling right now and i know she is not it's gracie Kedros. you want me to message her yeah you can message her okay make sure nothing's wrong Okay. Um, so touch-based approaches, obviously, uh, is a holistic, holistic and effective approach. Why do I have twenty-eight to address phone numbers for her? Emotional and psychological issues, and how to kind of uh, refine your mind-body connection through touch. Because, like, you, I think you forget sometimes. Like, we're just using our arms, but we forget, like. Yeah. Oh man, I have arms that are like super powerful tools that can do all kinds of stuff with. You can like, we can kill apex predators if we wanted to. Do planks. She's calling me again. I just text her too. I'm gonna have to text her. Sorry guys. It's not gonna. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) We're back. It's every time. 
So the effects of somatic healing, like what you can anticipate to receive. So you're going to have an increased self-awareness and the ability to self-regulate. Uh, okay, I think this is recording over. Welcome back, guys. Thank you for that pause. Um, I think we're recording over, so I'm going to pause to make sure, and then we'll be right back. All right. Thank y'all. So, Lori, please take it from where you um, started off. If you want to preface, too, you know, you can do I, as much as you're open to do. Yeah. <laughs> so we had to jump off um, for a second. There was an uh, urgent uh, issue with, with someone. And then I had to use these yeah. same exact tools in order to get this person to calm down and to uh, listen to their body and, you know, yeah. kind of work through their situation. So it's it's quite... Everything's okay. Um, everything is okay, and everything's going to be, be okay. okay. Yes, because we are divinely protected all of the time. So it's okay. It's going to be okay. And we have these tools in our toolbox that we can lean yeah. back into. So all of that's good. Thank um, goodness. I know. Man, life before these right. really was hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do I do? You panic and you freak yeah. out, and you and then go you're in-, in your emotional upheaval, mm-hmm. and then that's not helping the person no. next to you who you need to help. Right. <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, it helps to have these tools in your toolbox to be able to kind of calm yourself down and have uh, self-awareness and the ability to self-regulate is, is yeah. extraordinarily Dude, important. Dude, the ability to self-regulate. Can yeah. we say that again? Yeah. The ability to self-regulate. It wasn't something that I had as a um, tool in my box. Yeah. And so like my youngest had a meltdown we went and got fast food which is not like an everyday thing it's yeah. a special thing yeah it is a treat and they forgot our fries or something so we had to wait and get extra fries and then like by the time we got the fries we just left and then we didn't realize that we didn't get the drinks oh no and like we don't have soda in our right. house so like the sprite was like a little special thing it is and she was just Lost like it. it was done the life was over yeah and i was just like look I'm sorry. I get it. It sucks. Yeah. That really sucks. You wanted that. But hey, we got fries and we got a hamburger and we got, you know, this, the other this part of the treat is there. And then I was just like, you know, we, we can't. I know. And I feel you. And then she tried to like ignore it. And then she just threw herself on me and she was like, I need love <laughs> because that's what we do. I, yeah. Do you need love or space? Because sometimes you don't want to mess with me and I don't want to mess with you. And sometimes I need extra, but I'm being ornery and I don't want to tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we hugged it out and then she moved on. But before I was able to self-regulate, that would have triggered me and be like, oh my gosh, you know, at least you got this, this. Mm-hmm. It's not about just a sprite it's like you get excited yeah. i've been there i get excited for this thing and then you don't get it and then it's it's a bummer yeah it's like and playing when you're bingo. five you don't know how to do that and you, you didn't know how to figure that out yeah so it's just like the end of the world the same way that this thing for that person seemed to be the end of the world but when you have a little bit of experience and you have people who know hey no it's okay right this won't be that they can talk you down, they can calm you down, and then you can figure it out. And then you take that experience of having someone in your life who does help you and walk through these things with you and give you these tools, then you can implement them in your own life because you're like, oh, well, I know Remember that I'm- last time I called her, I'm, she was able to do this, this, and this, so let me start doing this first, and then if I can't figure that out, then I'll call her again. Right, then I raise the flag. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah. that's that's coming, hopefully coming to a close. <laughs> Um, so another thing you can expect to uh, receive by doing somatic healing is the release of physical tension and physical pain. So by um, your body has the ability to hold on to tension and trauma, which can manifest as physical pain and discomfort. And disease. Absolutely, without a doubt. Like the chronic mm-hmm. holding on to of uh, trauma and pain will trigger disease. Um, so somatic healing techniques like movement body work um somatic experiencing like you talked about earlier help release these stored tensions allowing for increased mobility flexibility and overall physical well-being so you can uh you know like we talk about all the time yeah dr- drop shoulders, your shoulders remember the stress yeah bre- breath holder i was yes <laughs> so once you kind of get to a place where you can drop your shoulders and unclench your jaw and you didn't realize you were doing yeah, that. But that's most because, people don't have any idea. Yeah, not until you see it in your face and you you see the meme come up and it's like, hey, unclench your jaw and drop your shoulders. And you're like, 
I'm not doing oh I am doing doing that (laughs) so um, you'll see yourself and then that's part of that self-regulation too where you can kind of do check-ins with your body and be like okay where am I experiencing tension and pain even like when I have uh, back pain I'm like okay what's going on with my back and I'll start to do a check-in and okay maybe I need to stretch maybe I need to do this maybe I need to move or lay differently or you know uh, do some yoga yeah or even do that self yeah dance dance release yeah Yeah. let's do that with my hips a lot hell yeah because i got that scoliosis crap (laughs) yeah same i do mine's not as bad as yours but i I have it too um but i have that thing my hip my hips are tilted i have one Mm. that goes forward and one that goes back from delivery of my children so that's a thing that my hips always are like so i try to do like specific movements to open my hips to try and um, alleviate that and then alleviate the tension that comes from there. So uh, something else you can expect to receive from doing somatic healing is emotional healing and emotional resilience. So once you, just now like this experience we had, once you realize that you are capable of using these tools and integrating these tools into your journey, you will find the emotional healing and resilience comes because you realize, okay, I use these tools to help myself and and self-heal and I can use them all the time and it doesn't have to just be somatic it could be all the other modalities that we've talked about throughout this entire journey of podcasting so your meditation journey your mindfulness journey your grounding all of that can lead you to emotional resilience because you know if I need if I need something if I'm triggered if something's happening if it's big whatever it is go outside go outside and be with nature do whatever you got to do to ground if you need to journal, if you need to be mindful, if you need to, you know, uh, for me, it's cooking. Yeah. Like I, that's I, not I, mine. I, I want, yeah. <laughs> that's a stressful event for right. me. Like, oh my, to cook like you do the, the things from yeah. scratch. I'm like, absolutely not. That is stress level five <laughs> for you. This is yoga or going to the gym. Whereas like going to lift weights and do a squat is like, no, thank you. I'm right. sure you're like, right. I'm like, like Okay, I will squat at the grocery store. And I'll do the squat for you. I'll I'll do an extra squat for you. Yeah, that's like my that's like my healing lab. Um, like I can release all of my tension in the kitchen, and I can do it on an onion. And the onion's not like, oh no, why'd you do that? I didn't take it out. <laughs> that's how onions talk in my world. <laughs> I wish y'all could have seen the motion too. <laughs> oh no, why'd you do that? <laughs> So the onion's not mad. It's just like, okay, this is, I'm moving to the next right, level right. of whatever. You're going to put me in this dish. So I use that. Um, but it's it's very mindful when I'm cooking. Right. So I feel like it that is. very is, intentional. It's the ritual. Yes. And I was following this guy and we were talking about, you know, it, it's not just the coffee. It's the ritual. Yeah. It's the routine of the act of doing the thing. Yeah. And then the end result makes you feel full and happy and alive and that is yours yes it is mine i wish and i enjoy watching other people enjoy the thing that i just made like all it's a whole it's my favorite experience yes and i'm okay with it and i also want to add i'm not a skinny chef and there's a reason for that (laughs) (laughs) lots of butter lots of cheese yeah i mean i love those things and they make really rich stuff and i love i love that (laughs) so it's important to integrate somatic healing into your daily life just as you would any other of these healing modalities. Um, mindful movement, embodiment practices, creating supportive uh, routines or asking for support in your routines. Like maybe you have a partner in your life and you're like, hey, more than likely this person knows you well enough to be like, oh, you're looking kind of triggered today. Or you come home from work and you're like unloading this happened and this happened and this happened. And then maybe your partner's like, hey, you want to have a dance party in the living room? Maybe we need to have a dance party in the living room. And then you guys can kind of dance it out because they can sense that you need support right. here. And maybe you're not thinking because you're only thinking about how stressful or how heavy or big whatever happened is. Right. And these per- people can swoop in and be like, hey, look, how about we do this? You know, right. let's redirect. So kind of how you do with your babies. Mm-hmm. And now they'll even redirect you sometimes. Like, yeah. oh, hey, mom. <laughs> yep. Maybe you need to take like, some do the candle thing, yes. mom. Blow the candle out. And I was like, okay yeah you're right okay right yeah. right so i think i do having- check myself too like if i'm getting into a funk mood I mean, when was the last time i walked outside barefoot yeah that's my first step 
I go step into the, the grass, look at, at the sky, because I get my morning sunlight when I walk the dog. But there's a lot of times where I realize, I'm like, oh, it's been a while. Okay, let me go put my feet on the grass. Mm-hmm. Then I like add another thing that was, because you know, we, we go through these lulls and highs and like when you're doing really great spiritual practices and then life gets you and then you, you kind of, mm, you just fall like off. eating and yeah. working out, you know, you kind of fall off and you're like, hey, wait, things aren't really doing the right. way they were. My pants what am I missing? Pantsing. Right, what am I missing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I haven't done my this i haven't done this mm-hmm. i haven't done like even my healing the heart if I'm singable in a pissed off mood or something's bothering me i just i play it because i'm like this is gonna help my heart this is yeah gonna help my heart this is gonna help my heart. right it's gonna help my heart and if you believe it will it will yeah it absolutely will <laughs> and then you know i'm like okay wait i also haven't touched selenite in a while that that's yeah. a, a crystal that helps uh neutralize negative energy yeah um, and so I do that. Sometimes I pet trees on my walk too. That's okay. And I, I talk to myself about it myself. Like if someone drives by, they're gonna see you. And I'm like, I don't even care. Well, there's a I'm reason they, the they have the, the term tree hugger. Yeah, and they're also negative energy neutralizers as well. They are. So you can literally go out and hug a tree and it will transmute the negative energy in you because it is absorbing it and then giving you positive energy from the earth because it is so interconnected to the earth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So no, that's definitely a thing. I feel like we could have a whole <laughs> podcast on trees. For sure. We should. <laughs> we should. That would be great. Yes. I love, because I love that. I've watched a lot of tree documentaries. Yes. And the, trees the, are the incredible. The root systems yes. underneath and how much that they help at the communities around. It's Yes. Well, the, and then the mycelium. So it's the, mycelium is the, if you will, the root system of mushrooms or fungi. And so it it is what helps trees talk to each other uh-huh. like it is a series of pathways and they send messages out uh-huh. like it's crazy they actually talk to each other yeah. so like one tree is growing up next door to this other big giant tree mama tree whatever and the mycelium will connect all of those pathways and so the baby tree will say like i need more sunlight uh-huh. and so they'll the, move their the, branches the mama tree it. will literally move out of the way yes. to let the baby tree get more sunlight because she realizes like i'm up here at the top i got all this this leafage over here and I'm getting all the sun and if you need some cool and it's like te- it's like texting or like the, the cup phone <laughs> from tree to tree by mycelium from mushrooms it's in, it's just insane yeah. so yeah it's we're all connected and it's cool to connect yourself when you need to and be able to kind of like it's a safe dumping ground for however you feel just like grounding putting your feet yeah. to the earth is like saying okay take take all this out and give me give the good good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, somatic healing offers you the opportunity to bridge the gap between your body, your mind. It fosters great holistic well-being. It cultivates self-awareness. You release tension. It promotes emotional well-being, and you can tap into your true potential for self-regulation and emotional resilience. So, whether you're experiencing chronic pain, emotion, if you're looking for emotional healing, or simply looking to deepen your connection with yourself. Somatic practices uh, are are definitely a number one avenue to take. So imagine, also remember to set your expectations, you know, accordingly to this journey because you don't want to come into it being like, oh, I just heard about this somatic healing thing and you know everything I do is going to be perfect. Like no man, you just got to feel it out. Just feel yeah, it out it, and it, let it. It is a long journey. Yeah, I would say that I began putting these things into practice little by little Mm -hmm. probably over four years yeah and so it wasn't until like the third year and a half that like it all kind of because it was it was a compilation of all of these things that we've talked about and some other things that we haven't talked about yet that really fully um came together and helped heal the whole of my nervous system as well as all of those other things connected. Yeah. And by working on that nervous system healing, it can also help you heal those diseases and those pains and those things because, it, you know. It's all connected. Yeah, it's all yeah. connected. I think, you know, I when we're talking about holistic healing, it's such a broad term when we're talking about all these individual things so I think it's kind of cool to look at it and this is how I frame it in my mind so I'll share it with you so that you can kind of get a glimpse of what I'm thinking so it's like a patchwork quilt Mm -hmm. so each 
tool that you have, you, you kind of sew it onto the quilt. And you're like, okay, now I have this somatic healing. Like these patches. Yeah. Like, so like a each, Girl Scout. Yeah. A yeah, healing exactly. scout. I, you're right. Ooh, we might be onto something. We're tra- <laughs> trademarking that. <laughs> T-shirts, healing scouts. But that'd be cool, you know, like I use uh, meditation and, and you use yoga and there's grounding and there's somatic uh, movement and or just movement in general. Or you can. So all of those are the patches of the quilt or the patches on your vest. Mm-hmm. And we could healing sell, badges. We could have patches too. I know. Yeah. OK. I'll, I'm with it. I'm all the way in. So. So I'm taking notes. <laughs> and, this is, yeah, and this is something that is available to everyone there's no gatekeeping there's no barrier to entry there's so much information out on the you know in on the web on socials everywhere that you can go and find which ways or whoever the practitioner is or the deliverer you know the creator um and figure out who you jam with and be like okay i'm gonna follow you and i'm gonna whenever you know i need to learn something new i'm gonna go to you first you're gonna be my guru and we're going to work through this together. So I'm put more patches on my quilt. So it's troop leaders. Yeah. It's healing leaders, healing advisors. So, um, and this is something you can do anywhere. You can do it at your house. You can do it in the park. You can do it in your car if you need to. Like it's, it's, it's in you. You are, the, yeah. you are the tool. You just have to figure out how to bring it out and, and grow it and blossom it. Yeah. Just like we learned how to drive and now we do it without like much thought right it's the same way that you integrate these tools and these new ways of living yay um and you know the more you practice because you you don't just get in the car and you know how to drive right you have to practice you You make mistakes you do these things and you forget that you have these tools and then you remember and then eventually you know, it'll just, your body automatically does it. Like we were saying on the podcast last time, um, you know, you, you one day, I think there was a meme, one day you wake up and you're not triggered by certain things that you would have been put into fight or flight for. Right. And you just look around and certain things that would have caused your complete whole body yeah. to be shaken, it's not. You're just like, mm, no. Okay. I had a dream the other day. I love that. That was like, could have shaken me Mm -hmm. based on what it was. And I was like, even if that did happen in real life, that shit ain't gonna fly anyway. So (laughs) it is what it is. But that could have triggered me. You've been there. You've you've seen me where you're like, dude, that's not even gonna be a thing. And I'm like, it is. And it is terrible. (laughs) And But because you were so out of it and you weren't activated by that right you could see how clear it was but i couldn't i was activated and i was there and it was just not happening well and then when you're triggered too you can't see the forest for the trees like it is the this is it's that hyper focus of the the urgent situation you're like i think about you know you ever hear husbands talk about if their wives had a dream that they were cheating on them Uh they wake up and the wife's like you cheated on me in the Uh dream and they're taking it to like the whole and the dude's like dude i don't it was a dream it's not real life that's not what's happening here so I think yeah there are parts of you know that kind of uh, our experience where we can take it and be like oh no this is this is it this is the end of the world <laughs> and it's not right. and it's look not. at that in 30 minutes our problem has been solved yeah and while it was probably much longer than this person wanted it to right. take we have used these tools in our tool book toolbox whatever yep. to- quilt vest and now the problem they have is a badge solved. now now they have a badge they have that badge <laughs> They have that badge. badge. <laughs> I'm sure that that was heard. Well, that's okay. All right. <laughs> so how how are we doing here? We're with time? on 50 minutes. Okay. So you want to save the um, setting and holding boundaries versus uh, yeah, because I think that we'll others. really go into depth because yeah. it's I want to offer. We're going to whole... use those two instances as a preface. Yeah. But I think that there it is a much longer, larger conversation to be had. Yes. And I'm actually kind of great that it's becoming a conversation because it shows how many people, men and women, don't really fully understand what a boundary is versus controlling someone's behavior and who they are. Right. And we will get into detail on that on the next episode. Next week. Episode 21. Oh, 21. Yeah, Megan's favorite number. It used to be my favorite number, too. Oh, that's sweet. I stole it from her. Oh, (laughs) I love that. I don't know if I have a favorite number. 
I like all numbers. I think I picked 21 because it was like, you're old enough to drink. You're yeah. a real adult by then. But now I'm like, Psh. no. I don't even know if I'm still, I think I'm an adult now. In, and mostly. We are age-wise, but in our brains, we are still young at heart. Yes. We will always be, I feel we like. We are. There's right. times I walk around the house, I'm like, man, who's the adult here? Yes. Oh, damn. Yes. Who's supposed to go grocery shopping? It's me. Harley's like, uh, mom, you. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay. We do everything teamwork. I'm I, like, all right, y'all, look, we're on the app. What do y'all want? What do we need? Because, oh, you yeah. know, she'll use stuff and I have no idea. Empty boxes in the yes. pantry. I love yes. that. Yes. Or like favorite. this much amount of milk. Uh-huh. And I'm like, bro, what? J- just pour the whole thing. Yeah, just drink it. Or they leave the three pieces on the toilet paper roll and you're like, why, why you did that? Mm-hmm. There's a whole new roll right in front of you and you left that for the next person because you just didn't want to change. That. Yeah. And I, I, look, I went home yesterday evening after work and I came home and I was like, why are there little bugs in here? And so Addie'd been camping out and hanging out in my room because during the day it's really dark and chilly <laughs> uh-huh. in there and it's been so hot here. And she's like, well, we were in there snacking. So I guess every day that I've been at work, uh-huh. they go in my room and have snacks. And she left a cup of like milk tea. Uh, and it was now. Right. And because it wasn't yours, you didn't know it was there. No. <laughs> and I was like, this is disgusting. So tomorrow, <laughs> instead of hanging out and napping yeah, in my room all day, second kid thing. don't got to get all this out of here. We have to do a little purgy purge, okay? Uh-huh. And the garbage goes to the curb on Friday night. So <laughs> let's just get it on out the house and explain these bugs. It's always something, bro. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's, um, I know that we've wanted to talk about this before, but like also like being a single parent. And you're the you're the you're the point yeah, that's you're the point person episode twenty two yeah so you're the point person of like which is kind of good because you know now Kiki is actually single so yeah she, so she's now she's a single mom <laughs> poor thing but she's got Girl, a different she, she got a different good. yeah right, she, she got, got a, a different, different income tax yeah. bracket correct <laughs> yeah yeah we're not dealing with um bugs in your house yeah she might have to pay child support shit (laughs) she probably will because from what i understand your boy doesn't have a job um i heard so we'll talk about it we've been trying to find it (laughs) his job Mm -hmm. so thank you to yeah we'll talk about that brightway Uh, insurance we'll talk about it next week thank you to brightway insurance for hosting us and letting us use this equipment we appreciate it brightway insurance the schmidt family agency in harahan um we'll have a new sponsor soon Ooh. I think you know who and where it is. And it's some place where we can go set up and do podcasts oh, from like okay. a really swanky environment. It's going to mm. be so much fun. I'm so excited. Um, so that'll happen. And uh, yeah, Will you guys. invite people to come We there? sure can. We sure can. But then like, how, we're going to have to talk about this. Yeah, well, we got time. Yeah. We got time. We got till, we got time. till like September. So we good. So you guys uh, stay hydrated, drink some water, and when you drink your water, you know, tell it nice things. Say, this is this is the water of love. This is the water of kindness. This is the water of whatever you need. Just throw some positive affirmation words in there and drink the water and let that uh, kind of experience go through your whole body. And uh, we'll see you back here on next Thursday. Toodles. Bye. Bye.